and welcome to In My Mug. Uh, my name's Steve Layton, and um, yeah, thank you very much for joining me today. A uh, couple of things to talk about before I jump into the In My Mug. Um, new web design for the In My Mug site. Uh, URL coming up below there. Um, I'd love you to have a look, I'd love to have your feedback on it. I'm really pleased with it, I think it looks quite funky. Um, it was really just to try and keep that part of it fresh. We get oodles of iTunes downloads, I'm really, really pleased with those, but we don't get too many site visits, so thought it might be kind of quite nice to jazz that up a little bit and, and hopefully people might look at it that way. So, yeah, let me know what you think. Normal channels. Um, mug I'm going to use today is, I've used one of these ones before, but this is my slave mug. And I use this because this week I feel like a slave. I've not been allowed out of this roastery for the past couple of weeks. And yeah, it's kind of, I, as much as I love my job and I'm the luckiest man on earth to do what I do, I'd like to go home sometimes and see the family, only occasionally. But, but I'm here again and I, I'm sorry this is a little bit late, me bad. Um, but it's just been a very, very busy time. Um, so, coffee I'm going to talk about today is a coffee that we've reviewed on In My Mug before, but this is the new crop, and I'm uber excited about it. So, it's called Kenya Gethembwini, double A, which has been around for as long as has been been around. It's been a staple of ours, very, very you know, proud of it as a coffee. Only once in the last five years have we not stopped this coffee, so no surprises that it's back. But this year, there's something going on. So, give you a little background history on it. First of all, it's from the Kiambu region. Now, the Kiambu region is around about 40 kilometers north of Nairobi. Um, so, around about an hour, an hour and a half's drive in a taxi. Uh, I was planning to go there last year when I was on the Rwanda trip, but things didn't quite work out how I wanted to. So, it's in the foothills of the Aberdare uh, mountain range, uh, which is uh, overlooked by the Chiana River, which is a very famous river in, in, in Kenya. And, the farm itself is around about a thousand acres and kind of that's that's big that's a, that's very big for a farm um, and that leads me on to my first mantra of Gethembwini um, not all Gethembwini is good because it's such a big farm because it produces so much coffee some of it is decidedly average and one thing that disappoints me about Gethembwini is that they sell it as that regardless of the quality so be very very careful what you're buying this is lot number 796 and to understand the auction system I don't get it at all but what happens is they break the farms up into much smaller lots and it gets sold at auction and importers and exporters then have a chance to buy so you can't go to Gethinbuini and say we want to buy all your coffee you have to go through the, the government the, the government auction system. So, around about a thousand acres with an altitude of around about 18,000 meters, which is high. Um, you know, this is, this is very high altitude for coffee. Uh, pretty much as high as you dare go, kind of getting too much higher and you're gonna be susceptible to frost, which will just kill off the plants. So, good altitude, good size farm, very well run, owned by a French company called S-O-C-F-I-N-A-F, I think. Check it up, I could be lying. But these guys have owned the, owned the farm since around about 1957 and they've done a great job of maintaining the farm and a great job of looking after it. It has a hundred full-time workers, which is huge, and uh, at peak season, there's 300 people working on the farm. So this is a big old place, and that's why it's very important to know which Gethembuini you've got. 
796. 796. So, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to make it on the clover today. Now, those who don't know what the clover is, clover is a brewing method that came around about three years ago. Everybody got really excited about And then Starbucks came in and bought them out, and there were no more. There's very few of these, certainly in the UK, and very few in the world, and we're really lucky to have one. For, for a long time, this didn't play nicely. But we, th I think, and every time I make a coffee on it, I panic. It's done, it's okay, and we're fixed. But we'll see, we'll see. So, what I'm gonna do is, just gonna pop you on pause a second while I go and weigh out the coffee, because I haven't pre-weighed it yet, and then I'm gonna come in back, and we'll go through the brewing process. So, be back in a minute. Right, so I'm back, I've got my coffee, I've got my scale set up, ready to go. Ready the brewer, I've got it set to 24CL, which I don't know what CL is, but it, it's kind of, I've just got used to the machine and what it does. But it reduces the temperature of 94 degrees C, and the extraction time I'm going to use today is 40 seconds. Now, for that 40 seconds, I need around about 26 grams from my experience of working with Kenya's and working with this, this machine, which is a lot of coffee for such a small amount of water, the one thing the clover is, is it loves coffee thrown at it, and um, I guess that's why it's a coffee roaster's toy more than a coffee shop toy, <laughs> because I don't mind throwing coffee at it, but in a commercial environment it must be really tough. So, got 26 grams exactly there, um, I'm using the Vario home grinder, um, Excuse me, going out a shot a second. Which I've got set for a filter style of, um, of grind. And a filter style is you know, obviously somewhere in between cafetiere and in between espresso. So I'm just grinding that up now. What I will do before it comes, before we throw it back in there, is just see how much we've got. One thing I like about the Vario is it doesn't seem to keep too much coffee in the group burrs and, and, and kind of in the head and things, which I'm, I really like. So that's us done. So let's just have a look. 26 grams exactly. This is why I love this grinder so much. And I think it's fairly it's true home for me with the clover. Um, it's just, I've been really, really pleased with it as a clover grinder. Um, never thought I would be. I was always looking for something a little bit more expensive, but I think this does a great, great job. So, you're not going to see a lot of me, but I want you to see the brewer. So, what I'm going to do is basically start the brewer, which is starting, and I throw the coffee straight in. Now I'm just going to get my classy stirring spoon and I'm going to try and stand this side so I can stay on. And what I'm going to do is while this coffee's brewing, let's just give it a little bit of a stir. There's, I've got a figure of eight stir that I like to use with it. I kind of pinched it off somebody off on the internet. I can't remember who started the figure of eight, but... And for the first 20 seconds of the brew, I like to stir it. So after that, there's me 20 seconds, I just leave it. So what's happened, the piston's dropped, the hot water has gone into the, the boiler and the coffee is now mixing with the water. What's going to happen in just a couple of seconds is that piston's going to rise. Here, there, that's rising. See, that you've got a puck there and that's going down and it's brewing straight into this jug here that I've, I've prepared ready to, to, to go in there. So, it's, it's vacuum. It's very scientific and very clever, but basically a vacuum sucks the water through the grinds and makes it extract a lot quicker. Now you think about if you're making a French press or if you're making um, filter coffee, how long would that take? That just took seconds, so. 
So what I'm going to do is pour some into my mug here and I'm going give it to give it a sniff because I haven't got any grinds again to sniff because I'm really bad and ill-prepared, don't you? Actually, I can smell my beans. Right, let's smell my beans. Oh. I mean, the one thing I love about Kenyas is that they, they smell very fruity and something different to what we've done in the past is this one's going to be roasted exactly how I want to roast it which is a nice light medium to light roast you know if you don't like light coffees don't have Kenyan um, you know this is this is something that needs to be treated very carefully very delicately so let me dive into the to the cup and I've actually got yeah I've actually got my cupping spoon here as well uh, I just want to try and So straight off, front bat, black currant. Big, big black currant. Almost like Ribena berries, kind of black currant. And it's really, really, really obvious on the aroma, on the taste. Black currant is big. Some of the flavours that I talk about sometimes, they're not always bang on those flavours, you know, they're reminiscent of those flavours. Whereas this one for me is blackcurrant. I mean, it's just huge. And then it goes into this lovely kind of creamy, milky. So it's like your blackcurrant, but they've been covered, covered in double cream. So you've got this lovely bright acidity, but then this lovely creaminess takes over and kind of the two are fighting with each other in my mouth. It's kind of like a battle of the acidity and the alkaline and to be honest, neither's winning. They're both doing a really great job. They're both there. One, one minute, then the next minute. It's rich, it's smooth. I mean, it is absolutely a delicious coffee. I've had this coffee now for four weeks. Um, we cooked it originally and went, wow, this is something special, but it's not ready. It's a little bit tight. It's a little bit green. And as time has gone on, and as this coffee's rested and had a chance to open up, it's phenomenal, and, and it's got to a point now where I think it's actually ready to unleash and ready to, to let out there. Does that mean that it's not going to get any better? I actually think it will. I think what we're, what we're tasting now is the very first part of how good it can be. And certainly an experience of last year's Kenyan um, was it got so much better when it almost became past crop. So this is going to be great, and I think it is better than last year's crop. I've actually scored it on my cupping scores higher than last year's crop, um, even now. And I think he's got the potential to be even bigger. And this lot is a very, very special lot. I think we're incredibly lucky to have secured it. And, you know, we, we've got a good chunk of this for the good year. Um, I know it's going to be a massively popular one. Very different to the Kitamayu that we tried a few weeks back. And the Kitamayu um, is still available, even though I thought it would run out, because we were able to secure another sack, um, because this wasn't quite ready, and I really wanted another Kenyan. So our importers very kindly found us another sack from, from somebody else. So we're going to have the two running side by side, but I actually think they, they're quite good side by side and they're quite good examples of how different Kenyans can be. So I'm loving this coffee. I'm loving it big time. And honestly, I, I know you guys are going to love it too, particularly people who enjoy filter, enjoy cafetiers, French press, aero press. This is just going to sing. I don't like Kenya's in espresso. Never have. You're not going to change my mind. I mean, the Kitamayu, I kind of went, yep, yeah, this works in espresso, but I would never reach for it for the espresso machine. But if it's your bag, enjoy.
knock yourselves out and you're going to do it with one of the best Kenyans for my palate I've ever tasted um, and Kenya's been a big favourite of mine for, for, for a long time so you know we're always priding ourselves on how good our Kenyans can be and I actually think that this is it's scarily good scarily good so want you to try it voucher code coming up below pound off it's going to be for two weeks because this is a brand new coffee. It's expensive coffee, so we can't really offer the massive discount on it for too long. So it's going to be for the next two weeks. Um, I would love you to try it, and I'd love you to let me know what you think of it. Listen, loving doing these in my mugs, loving the feedback. Um, it's really given me a different avenue to enjoy my coffee and express my coffee and share with you guys, kind of, you know, my, my, hopefully my passion for coffee. Um, so thank you ever so much for kind of giving me 10, 15 minutes of your time every week. Because um, without you guys, I would be talking to myself. Um, listen, look forward to talking to you soon.